What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another She-Hulk TV talk. Okay, so let's first just have a, a conversation, okay? Let's all get in group, okay? Everybody just take a seat, take a seat. All right, I hear that some of you are upset, but right now we need to enter into the circle. This is a safe space to talk about managing expectations. All right, all right, uh, you over there. Okay, you, I, I can see that you're very upset because you want some Daredevil, but you need to remember that Daredevil was not promised to you this week. I, I know, I know, I saw the helmet two weeks ago as well, but if you were listening to what we were being, you know, the information that was being provided as opposed to just wanting to project onto what you wanted to see, then you would have seen over the last past several days, Marvel has been putting out a lot of previously on and promotional material about this week's episode that very specifically did not have any Daredevil in it. Very specifically had Blansky in it, which we didn't know we were going to see again in this series, which is kind of a welcome surprise. So, you know, in many respects, maybe it's less about Daredevil and what you want, and maybe it's more about what you need, which is to listen and be comfortable with yourself and the series that Marvel is giving you. <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Hands up. Who who here thought there was going to be Daredevil? Okay. All right. I see a couple of y'all. All right. Here's here's the deal. The reality is that I started seeing some of the promotional material coming out over the last couple of days, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we're not getting Daredevil. Daredevil might be later on in the season. Might be more like closer to a series finale, which makes sense. Okay. Like, let's again. Let's. I want to talk about this whole you know managing expectations thing. The Daredevil of it all is quite enticing. I don't necessarily need that. I want that. I don't need that, right? Like I, I was excited about, honestly, a She-Hulk series. And we're getting a lot of good hulkiness in this She-Hulk series. Blansky's return is very hulky. The, uh, this kind of subplot to kind of get Jen's blood, very hulky. There's a lot of hulky goodness. There's a uh, a leader under the surface of all of this. Like there's a lot of good Hulk stuff. We don't need Daredevil in our Hulk to make it good, okay? She-Hulk is good for She-Hulk, just like Jen is good for Jen. But when they started putting out that promotional material, I, I immediately was like, oh man, like I'm cool with this, but I know some of y'all are not gonna be. So anyway, I, I you know, just, just, just breathe, just breathe. Uh, get in the yurt, okay? Sweat it out, sweat it out. You're gonna be all right. You're gonna be good. I loved this episode. Once again, another really, really fun episode, kind of self-contained. She goes off to Blansky's farm uh, where we last left Blansky. He kind of went off into uh, the wilderness and was going to start this kind of, you know, commune essentially. And it's kind of nice to see that that is what is actually happening. I, I guess I believed him just because the performance was so genuine that we got when Blansky first came back in. But I mean, like there was always in the back of my head, this wondering of, I wonder if he's going to eventually be a member of the Thunderbolts. You know, we got this big reveal at D23 about who the Thunderbolts are going to be. We got, you know, the big image and we got all of these different characters. And I remember right after seeing that announcement at D23, like, man, I'm, I'm a little underwhelmed by this. Like, don't get me wrong. There's some cool characters here and definitely a lot of characters that need better development than they got in their own movies. But at the same time, from a just a general powerhouse of a team there wasn't you know really all that much there and it needed like that something extra 
And a friend of mine actually asked, like, what, what did you expect? And I, I guess I didn't know the answer to that question. But what I realized through watching She-Hulk was I think what I was kind of expecting was there to be Blansky. Like, it seemed as though we were going to get an abomination as part of the Thunderbolts, given the fact that he is coming back. Uh, he is playing, you know, he played a, a very, you know, cameo role in Shang-Chi. Now we've got this kind of minor role in She-Hulk you know, Blansky's back and that's great, but wouldn't it make sense that he might be part of the Thunderbolts? Skip ahead to now, we see him doing what appears to be very good work for some very D-list supervillains in the Marvel Universe. Can't wait to talk about them here in a second. And I almost kind of wonder whether or not Blansky on the Thunderbolts would make any sense. Like this Blansky on the Thunderbolts would make any sense. I'm a little torn by that. On the one hand, I like the idea of the Abomination back in action and, and doing so in that capacity. On the other hand, I am really digging this take on Blansky as kind of like this, you know, not, not necessarily like cult leader, but, you know, that self-help guru, you know, in, in the kind of self-proclaimed self-help guru, you know what I mean? <laughs> There's no licensed therapy going on here, but it, it's fun. It's great. And I mean, let's be honest, where, is, where else is the porcupine going to go to get licensed therapy? Like, where, where, where is where's Manbull going to go? to get the support that he needs or El Aguila and their codependency situation they've got going on. I loved this group. Okay. All of these like D list slash reject supervillains from the Marvel universe ending up on Blansky's farm, working through their issues was fantastic. Absolutely hilarious. And it's a great kind of like amalgam of characters that also kind of speak to where Jen is at, right? Like Porcupine is obviously the one, to, in, in my mind, that seems the most relevant, right? Because he literally is wearing a suit that keeps people away, right? Like the moment that he takes the mask off was really kind of sweet. I, I, You know, in the general Marvel fashion, they undercut it with humor. And I mean, the entire thing is humorous, so I can't be too upset with it. But I mean, like, that's a, it's a sweet thing. And by the way, that costume... I believe is not comic book accurate to his original costume, but maybe comic book accurate to his modern costume or vice versa. He's got a couple of different ones. Like there's this one that actually looks kind of like a daredevil suit, uh, ironically with, uh, with, you know, kind of these, you know, bushy yellow porky pine things on it. But then he also has this other one where he wears the green, you know, gas mask and he's got this big, you know, uh, brown kind of hairy looking suits, uh, with the porcupine spikes as well. So it was awesome to see not just him, but also El Aguila. He's got his comic book accurate costume, man bowl, not as much comic book accurate, but appropriate for what we're dealing with here. I think that's, that's about a budget that that's the budget man bowl. That's what you're going to get right there. But Sarkin is very interesting because, uh, and I'm not sure if I'm saying that name right, but the vampire dude, like he, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's a Blade villain. And I don't know that he's like a D-list Blade villain. He might be more like a B-list, but I mean like, like, but I don't think he's like as down the totem pole as these other guys. And at the same time, I don't think he's really a vampire. Didn't we see him like hanging out in the sun, right? Like isn't Blade's whole deal that he's a daywalker? So yeah, I, I don't. I don't know about that. I think I think we might be dealing with like a like a guy that thinks he's a vampire as opposed to an actual vampire. But I did like his whole like Jin is great. I'm sure we'd all love to meet Jin and suck her blood. No, I'm sorry, I've gone too far. <laughs> oh man, it's what, a, what it's just a great, fun, fantastic way of dealing with a very human uh, emotion in a very human situation of being burned or ghosted. 
especially after the three dates. You had the whole three date. You did the you did everything by the textbook. Everything seemed to be going well. This was not one off dude that you wanted to be a meal that ended up being a snack. This was Josh. You met Josh at a wedding. Josh was 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 sweet and nice, and you know you went out a couple of times. And I mean, every single time she was kind of like. You know, leaving the door open and yet, you know, waited till the third date. I'm just saying that it was shocking and and justifiably confusing and painful for Jen, especially given the fact it's not about Josh. Okay, it's about herself and learning to love herself. And that's really what She-Hulk is all about. Right. It's it's a lot of this is like learning to love oneself, learning to uh, uh, accept who you are regardless of what ends up happening to you. Maybe your cousin's blood spills into you and you turn into a giant green monster. Who knows? Happens to the best of us. Overall, though, I really like this uh, episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. Over, I mean, generally, I like the series. I know that it's getting some flack for not quite being what people want it to be. I don't know. Again, enter into the group. It's okay. This is a safe space to process your feelings. But at the same time, remember that you might have been bringing expectations into this relationship with the She-Hulk series that perhaps She-Hulk the series was not bringing in. And you need to make peace with what we've got. Because what we've got is really great. It's a lot of fun, and I'm enjoying it. Don't expect Daredevil next week, okay? All of you. I'm looking at... Okay, you. Yes, you. Stop it. Stop it. Daredevil's not showing up until the series finale, which I don't think is next week. Although I haven't done the math on this. It, maybe it is next week. I don't know. Maybe Daredevil next week? It, look, look. In the pre, in all of the stuff, promotional material with Daredevil, remember She-Hulk is wearing like the She-Hulk costume and all of these Disney series, like none of them wear the costume until the last episode. So keep that in mind as you try to reset, you know, reset your expectations. That's going to do it for me. I wanted to hear what y'all think. Uh, head over to Twitter, use the hashtag SheHulkTVTalk to let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, you can find all of our contact information and more at tvtalk.fm. Hey, you probably heard at the top of the show, we've got a very brand new project going on at Pottery. Uh, head over to findeversale.com, where you can be part of uh, fun little lore drops that are coming along the way that for uh, for this new project. I think it's a lot of fun. You like pirates, you're going to like this. You don't like pirates, but you like good stuff, do it anyway. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Trust me, findeversale.com. All right, again, that's going to do it for me, but don't worry. I'll be back in a flash.